somebody shout glory. Church, what's up? Church, what's up? When I say what's up, that's excellent. Church, what's up? Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Every day, every way, I'm getting better. And you know what? I'm more than this. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Praise God. It's good to be in the house of God. It is excellent to be in the house of God. Praise the Lord. I like to like to recognize our daddy in the house, Captain Abu. <laughs> Hallelujah! Please let's 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 welcome our daddy with a round of applause. When daddy came in this morning, the Lord told me that God has extended his life. He didn't hear me. He didn't hear me. Daddy's life has been extended. Because of the new page is opened by giving or accepting Jesus Christ into his life. I don't know how long, but I know that God has extended his life. Praise the Lord. I know in this assembly, we have covenant with life, longevity. Praise the Lord. And in addition, God said, if he can continually, as, as often as he comes to church, God will continue to strengthen him. The strength he needs, will continually be added as it comes to church. Praise the Lord. It's going to be a testimony to his friends. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And then the, uh, our secretary made an announcement concerning our online Bible study. We have online Bible study for every Wednesday. And if you do not have your name in that platform, submit your name to the secretary or to the usher so that they can add you to the platform. It's every Wednesday by five, what time? 4 p.m. It's online. We recognize that people are so busy and if you ask them to come to church on Sunday, come to church on Wednesday, come to church, they'll complain. So you can be in your house just make sure that you are with us on your phone. 4 p.m. every Wednesday, you are free to comment, you are free to, to, to participate. 
and also improve yourself. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'd like you to, to turn your Bible with me this morning as we quickly run into the world. John 15. The book of John chapter 15. We'll take from there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'd like you to stand to your feet, everyone. And then say with me, I am sanctified in Christ Jesus. I am called to be a saint. I am enriched in everything. The testimony of Christ is confirmed in me. I am called into the fellowship of his dear son. Christ is the power and the wisdom of God. Christ is my wisdom, my righteousness, my sanctification, and my redemption. I am God's delight. He has made me wise. He has made me strong in Christ. I am bought at a price. So I am precious with his overflowing grace. In Jesus' name. Somebody shout amen. amen. Then your Bible, John, John 15, chapter 1, let's read. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruits, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for the revelation of your word. Thank you for giving the vocal call for divine utterance that we edify the church and glorify your name and your name alone. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's just shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The scripture I read from the book of John, chapter 15, is Jesus trying to metaphorically to kind of draw an analogy 
between himself and the nation of Israel in responding to his relationship with us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What did I say? God was drawing a metaphorical expression, trying to make an analogy that has to do with his relationship with his people. And the first, the first clause there in verse 1, it says, I am the vine. Praise the Lord. I am what? The vine. And if you look at it, the vine, even grammatically or from, you know, interpretation, at least there is, it didn't say, I am the vine, it didn't just say, I am the vine, praise the Lord. He said, I am the true vine. He qualified the vine with what? True, praise the Lord. With that, that adjective, I, I, I am the true vine. And that means that there is vine that is not true, or there is untrue vine. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the analogy is trying to is trying to draw is to give us the, the understanding that there is a true vine. Then we have the responsibility to try to identify who is the untrue vine. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So now, when Jesus appeared, the people of Israel, the Bible says that the Jews rejected Jesus. Majority of the Jews rejected Jesus because of their erroneous belief that their relationship with the nation of Israel endears them to heaven. Israel is like a, a plant, the vine, planted in God's own vineyard. Israel is a nation that God has taken as his own nation. So the, the, the Israelites know that, the Jews know that. So, but they now interpreted it to mean that because you are part of Israel, because you are related to the, the nation of Israel, you are automatically a heavenly being. Praise the Lord. And so, they, had, they didn't give at them rejecting the Lord Jesus. So, Jesus found it necessary to draw their attention, to give them the correction that your relationship with Israel does not take you anywhere. That Israel is a nation he has planted by himself. Okay, yes. But your relationship with Israel, your, your being an Israelite, your being a Jew, does not automatically grant you salvation. So you have to announce to them, look, I am the true son. But Israel was the vine planted, but was not the true vine. So the Israel as a vine was just a, a kind of foreshadow of the true vine that is coming. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
So you may be a child of a pastor, or you may be pope, you may be a pope, you may be a bishop, you may be going to church every day, you may be paying your time and doing everything. If you are not connected to Jesus, you have no hope for heaven. Praise the Lord. Everything is Jesus. Jesus is everything. Praise the Lord. And he said, I am the true vine. Every other vine is fake. Anybody that tells you that salvation in any other place is deceiving you. I praise the Lord. That's why in the book of um, Acts, chapter 12, or chapter 4, rather, the book of Acts 4, 12 says, not there is no other name. Praise the Lord. There is no other need. No, there is there is no salvation right now in any order. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we will be saved. You cannot be saved by your good works or supposedly good works. Good work is good. To qualify your salvation but good work cannot give you salvation there is nothing that can give you salvation you cannot end salvation because the standard is too high you cannot end salvation you can only receive salvation as a gift by the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. I'm taking you there. That's why in verse 1 was talking about abiding me. But before then, it's a vine. A vine is a plant. Praise the Lord. Now you wonder why Jesus will now relate himself, compare himself to a vine. A vine is a plant that cannot stand on its own. And it's made to to, to, to run around a trellis or a sand that makes it to look up so that it can bear, you know, the branch can come out. Praise the Lord. It's like this um, ugu, you know, just, you know, it can stand on its own like corn or coconut or uh, other big, big trees, strong trees. But Jesus compared himself to a vine, a, a tender plant that cannot stand on its own except you support it with a trellis. Why? Why can't it compare himself to the local tree? Why can't he compare himself to the palm tree? To the cedar in Lebanon. But to a tender plant that is 
strengthless, no strength. Praise the Lord. And it has to go through a trellis so that it can look up. Jesus was also drawing an analogy of every believer or every human being has created that you can never be able to stand on your own without God. If you must look up where the hell is, if you must look up to grow, if you must look up to succeed, if you must look up to climb the ladder of success alive, you need God. He used the vine, the tender plant, to demonstrate the fact that people who think they are strong on their own can never make it. He was emphasizing here the power of grace. Those who think they can do it without the grace, they can do it with their own good works, they can do it with their own law, obedience to the law. They will never be able to make it. I praise the Lord. You need a helper. You need Jesus. You need Jesus. Come on, help me. Look at your number and say, You need Jesus. It's only through Jesus that we can get there. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, nothing, nothing under the sun gives salvation except Jesus. Hallelujah. In that scripture, Jesus talked about the fruitful and the unfruitful vine. Praise the Lord. Be fruitful and you're fruitful. I like us to get out which one is fruitful, which one is not fruitful. You say every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. And it may bear more fruit. Praise the Lord. So in this passage of the scripture, Jesus also talked about, he talked about the fruitful and the unfruitful branches. Then who then, who then is unfruitful? Like I said, when Jesus appeared, many Jews did not receive him. Even though Israel have been chosen as a nation, a special nation for God. They rejected him, thinking that for the similar reason that Israel had been chosen, they are automatically also chosen. Praise the Lord. So those who rejected Jesus are the branches that do not bear fruit. 
those who fail to receive Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior are the branches that fail to bear fruit. Praise the Lord. The second class of the branches that fail to bear fruit is those who profess Jesus Christ in their mouth and have nothing to show for it. There are people who continually profess Jesus. They go to church. They declare that they are Christians. They sing for God. They do miracles. And they take for granted that that is enough. Because the devil can do miracles. Hallelujah. Some fake evil speaking in tongues. In fact, they speak in tongues more than the true believers. Hallelujah. That boy that came to took mommy here, mommy, when that guy was speaking tongues, you think that guy is from heaven, na na na. Collected money. Collected person, let's money. Hallelujah. I was in a I was telling you, be careful of this guy. When the guy spoke in tongues, as he say, oh, where is money? Well, how much does it work? I'm going to go and pick out the money. I mean, all right. He was a titan unbeliever, unfruitful man. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Who are the fruitful man? In fact, in, um, in Matthew 7, verse 22, Jesus alluded to the, to the unfruitful um, branches that do not bear fruit. In 7, verse 22, he said, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name, and in your name, and in verse 23, Jesus said, Look, and I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Hallelujah. Praise, hallelujah. So there are so many fake Christians around. So many. Praise the Lord. If you are not... I'm going to give you a company. Let go. Amen. Praise the Lord. So those who are the fruitful vine or the branches that bear fruit are those 
that accepted Christ when he came the Jews the, the, the Jews the Israelites that accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior are those who are the true vine or the branches that bear fruits. Praise the Lord. Those who go to church and profess, profess Christ and actually live for Christ. They are the branches that bear fruits. Somebody say, I'm bearing fruits. For Christ. For I'm born again. I'm divinely connected to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so when Jesus was saying, You must abide in me, and I abide in you. Unless you abide in me, and I abide in you, you have no future. Praise the Lord. So what does it mean to abide in Him? The word abide is not the word we frequently use in our daily conversation. It's not a common word, but in English expression, it means to remain. To remain in place. So people go off our own in the body of Christ. Christianity is not about all going off and going on, or going on and going off. It's not come and go, come and go, praise the Lord. It means to remain. If you are born again, then you are born again from God. But you know that you are born again. If you are a child of God, you know you are a child of God. Praise the Lord. So it means to remain to remain in a place to stay with without the party. Praise the Lord. It means that our Christian life is not the in and out experience relationship with God. It's not the in and out relationship with God. It is not an off and on experience. So when Jesus says, abide in me, he was saying, stay. Or he was saying, remain with me without departing. Once you choose Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you must abide in him. Remain in him. Praise the Lord. Secondly, abide is to continue in a place. To endure. To progress. To grow. So when he says abide in me, 
He is not saying say, but also grow, but also mature, but also becoming better. That's why he said, those who abide in me, who grows, who bring forth fruit, he throws. So when you go to when you put, when you are done, when you are born again, when you are connected to Jesus, you go to church, sometimes the pastor was preaching, and a word will hit you. He's pruning you, praise the Lord, to get you better. Every day you receive word as you fellowship with other people, you, you, you become better. You get better and better, getting to know the word of God, getting to know God the more, and seeing the revelations about who God is. You grow better and better. That's what, what, what you mean by pruning. So you prune those who bear fruit to bear more fruit. Praise the Lord. Meaning that if you have been born again and you have come to Christ, there must be something that you are dropping by the day. If you are a typical liar, a bloody liar, when you came to Christ, then it must be seen that you are dropping the bloody line. Praise the Lord. If you fornicate, it must be that it could be seen that you no longer do it the way you should used to do it. And getting to a point now you have stopped doing it. And if you have stopped doing it, and you God wants you to go to a level where you don't even do it in your mental faculty. But Jesus says that it's not only when you do it physically, even when you think about it, you have committed. So you go and say grow to the level where you don't even think about it. Praise the Lord. And that, that is pruning, being pruned by the word of God. So making you a better Christian. Nobody is perfect. Everybody has his own inadequacy. Praise the Lord. Some people is anger. Some people is women. Some people is, is uh, money. Some people is biting. Some people is, you know, Addiction to one thing or the other. Praise the Lord. But it's not that you must be able to drop those immediately. Praise the Lord. What matters is that you are connected to Jesus. And then remain so that you can be pruned and get better. I am getting better. Praise the Lord. I used to be so angry once in a while. I want everybody to do everything neat, excellently. I don't tolerate mediocrity. And if I see a trait of mediocrity in you, I, I get annoyed, praise the Lord. But I've learned to be patient, praise the Lord. I have my own shortcomings, and I pray every day that God will help me to become better and better. And I pray for you that you, you also will get better. Amen. The Lord will prune us and will get better and better as his dear children. Somebody shout a bigger amen. amen. Hallelujah. John 14 verse 20. John 14 verse 20. He who has my commandments
true. And that day, what's it, John 14, verse 20. At that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Praise the Lord. At that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and that you in Him, and He in you. Now, Jesus is talking about unbreakable union between Him and His people. And everyone that has been regenerated in Him, you are eternally attached to Jesus. You are eternally connected to Jesus. You are in the divine union in Jesus. And therefore, your, your salvation is eternal. But the question is, what level are you in? Are you going to get into that salvation at the level you came in? Everybody needs to grow, to become better before the final blow. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because the world has been judged. And people keep making that mistake. Praise the Lord. The judgment has been made. I preached the full, the full message about it here. How Jesus appeared as our advocate. Praise the Lord. So the judgment for those who go to heaven and those who will go to hell has been made. It's, it has been made, praise the Lord. And it's your choice. John 3, 17. John 3, 17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The why Jesus came is that Jesus did not come to condemn the world. Jesus did not come to kill anybody. Jesus did not come to, to, to hammer on anybody. Jesus is not, is not here to, to, how do I put it now, to punish or to hurt you. His main purpose of coming is to save you. So if anybody gives you a message of destruction, this message of fire, message of hatred, Message that presents God as a mean God looking for who to, who to destroy, who to punish. That is not God. His main purpose of coming is to save you. And he did it on the cross. And left the choice for you to make. So if you believe that he came and what he did on the cross was for your sake, and you declare him and believe in your heart, then you are saved. See verse 18. 
He who believes in him is not condemned. Praise the Lord. But he who does not believe is condemned already. It's not waiting for when you die. Praise the Lord. So the same verse is the same verse. He who, is, who, he who believes in me, in him, is saved. He who does not believe in him is condemned already. So judgment has been made. If we are going to be judged, it's going to be before the judgment seat of Christ, where our world, honor, will be given to each and every one of us, depending on what we did while in the body of Christ. But the judgment of who or who does not go to heaven has been made. Has been done. Is a concluded matter. A faith accomplished. Delivered. Seed and what? Delivered. Somebody shout excellent. Excellent. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So the understanding when he said, I, 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 I am in my father, my father is in me, I, 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 you in me, and I in you. The understanding is that the branch of a tree is in the tree. Hello? Hello? The branch of a tree is what? It's on the tree. And the tree is also on the branch. They are interwoven. They are into one another. Praise the Lord. The branch is on the tree. The tree is on, is on the branch. They are together. So whatever flows through the branch comes from the tree. Praise the Lord. What the tree has is what the branch has. Okay, so if the tree is, is sweet, if the tree is sweet, the branch is what? Sweet. Have you seen a tree that the, the, the trunk, the body will be sweet and the branch is bitter? No. So, if the tree is saying, I'm my father, my father is in me, and you are in me, I'm in you. In other words, what I have, you have. My strength is your strength. My wisdom is your wisdom. My glory is your glory. If God's glory cannot be taken away by any power, my glory is untouchable. So do not believe anybody that this prophecy has said, I see people, I see somebody cover your glory. From where? If you cannot cover Jesus' glory, my glory cannot be covered. Because we are. Okay. 
we are so connected, we are so into one another that nothing can happen to any part without the other. So if nothing can happen to Jesus, nothing can happen to me. What cannot beat Jesus cannot beat me. What cannot stop Jesus cannot stop me. The Bible said that the grave could not hold him captive. He rose gloriously. He rose gloriously. Come on, shout, amen. Somebody say, I am unstoppable. I am indestructible. I am untouchable. My glory is shining. My tomorrow is better than today. I believe it, I say it, I have it. Hey, excellent people. Hallelujah. And that is, when you say this month, is my mode of overflowing grace. You cannot have that expression, you cannot have that flow without your consciousness of the fact that you are connected to Jesus. Your abiding in Him takes you to a higher pedestal of life. So, how do you abide in Christ? Now, we have to understand that all it takes, the main issue here is abiding in here. Praise the Lord. We have been able to tell ourselves who, is, who the true vine is and why Jesus had to declare himself as the true vine. Who are the fruitful branches? And who are the unfruitful branches? I've explained those ones. Praise the Lord. And I've tried it to come to a level and have tried to make you understand that all of this has to do with abiding in Christ. Praise the Lord. And I just told you what it means. One of the things you enjoy when you abide in Christ, you become part of Him and He becomes part of you. Praise the Lord. Now, I'd like to tell you how to abide in Him. I will conclude. Praise the Lord. Number one, First John chapter two, verse twenty-four. First John chapter two, verse twenty-four. First John chapter two twenty-four. Therefore, let that let that abide in you, which you had from the beginning. If what you had from the beginning abides in you. You also will abide in the Son 
and in the Father. Praise the Lord. So, we abide in Christ by allowing his teaching, what we have heard, to settle in us the word of God that we have heard. Now when we talk about the word of God, we're not just talking about the story of uh, Ezekiah or whatever. The Bible is, is, is a book of so many things. Some parts are just historical to tell us what happened. And you see people when they are talking, they will be talking, they will be referring to a portion of the Bible that was a mere story of what happened. It's not the word of God, it's not, it's not instructional. It's just a narrative and historical. Praise the Lord. So when we are saying that to, to abide in God, we must allow the word of God to settle in us. We are talking about the teachings and the doctrines of the gospel. We are talking about the four gospel and the episodes in the Bible. Not even the revelation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are talking about the gospel. Matthew, John, and then the episodes. What we have heard. We should allow it to settle in us. And now, for instance, if you are a, 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 a smoker, and because you have heard the word that smoking may damage your health, and then you want to smoke, and that word that you heard comes to you, and you allow it to make the judgments. Then you are allowing the teaching of the word of God to settle in you. And you are, you are getting prone and getting better. Hallelujah. Number two of abiding in him to be fast. First John 4 15. First John 4 15. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, who God abides in him and in, in God. Hello? Do you get it? You tell me, say, I got it. You get it? Okay. Okay. First John 4 15. Whoever, somebody say whoever. Because we are all sinners before God. So it does not matter who you are before you can. So whoever chooses to confess that Jesus is the Son of God. God abides in him. And he is God. So what it takes to have God abide in you 
is your belief and confession that he is God. When said is done, that is the supply of abiding in him. Praise the Lord. Thank you, five. Number three. First John three twenty-four. First John three twenty-four. First John three twenty-four says, "Now he who keeps his commandments abides in him, and he in him." And by this we know that he abides in us by the spirit whom he has given us. Praise the Lord. So we abide in Christ by doing whatever he commands. By obeying his commandments. And to obey God's commandment is not easy. Praise the Lord. Because everything he's telling us to do is against with the, with the way we want to live our lives. Praise the Lord. So, but the only way you can abide in him is to see yourself as a slave to Christ. Live a life of slavery under Christ. And everything goes. Praise the Lord. So when we see ourselves as slaves to Him, then we can obey Him. If we don't see ourselves as slaves to Him, it is much more difficult for us to obey Him. And finally, number four. First John chapter four, verse sixteen. First John chapter four, verse sixteen. It says, And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. Praise the Lord. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God has, no, God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God. And God in him. Hello? So, we abide in him by living and walking in God's love. Walking in God's love in our relationship with other people. In our homes, with our wives, with our husbands, with our children, with our contemporaries, with our leaders. 
For everywhere where we go, when we walk in God's law, we automatically abide in Him and He is abiding in us. Because God is law. Praise the Lord. Walking in love is a bank of Christianity. It's a proof that we are in Him. Hallelujah. So the life of the believer must be characterized by love in every aspect of his life. Hallelujah. I declare the glory of his love. Praise the Lord. I pray for you this morning that you receive the capacity to express the God's love even at the most difficult moment. I decree God's love upon your home. I decree God's love upon your ministry. I decree God's love upon your finances. Listen to me. The power of love will continue to work before you. When the devil comes together against you, the love of God will dismantle them. When the devil comes like a flaw, the Holy Spirit will raise a standard. In the name of Jesus. I declare you as a shining light. Because you are in him and is in you, you are the light on the hilltop. And you will glow. You will shine. Receive the quickness spirits. Oh, that will transform you from the ordinary to the supernatural. I declare it is well with you. I declare the Lord's hand is upholding you. God is upholding you with a righteous right hand. Keeping you and blessing you in the land of the living. You will dominate this earth. You will dominate your enemies. Receive the challenge. Receive the power. Receive the growth. Receive the increase. Receive the multiplication. Receive the dominion power. In the name of Jesus. Listen to me from this day you shall excel. Excellent is your name. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet and shout Amen. Hallelujah. Is able, Jesus. There is nothing, nothing you cannot do, nothing you cannot change. Is able, great America. I look at you. You are able.
so that the wealth of nations shall come to you through men and women. In the name of Jesus. Listen to me. There is somebody that God has ordained to be the ladder of your success. And until that person appears, it can't be. It can't be. Praise the Lord. Nobody in this world makes it without the other person. God uses pain to bless men. Everybody has his own ladder. I prophesy this morning. Whoever has been ordained to be your ladder, I command that person to locate you. I command you to locate the person. I command you to receive the person. In the name of Jesus. The day the, ladder, the person will come, you will be available. I pray that you receive the capacity to utilize the opportunity that is coming your way. Listen to me, you will not miss the opportunity of your destiny. You will not miss the opportunity of your destiny. In the name of Jesus, there are so many books to be written that can make you people millionaires. There are so many theories that are yet to be propounded. There are so many principles that you need to apply that will take you to high places. Receive your own. Receive your own. Receive your own. Receive your own. Somebody shout, I receive. I declare you the blessing of the Lord. Now make it rich. And added no sorrow. Listen to me. When you step out of here today, you are not stepping out the way you came. Oh, you are stepping on a higher ground. Listen to me, the world is waiting in earnest expectation for the manifestation of the sons of God. The world is waiting for you. Receive the capacity to find expression. Receive the capacity to get it right. Receive the grace to excel. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. White House. It's a great privilege. It's a great honor to be in White House. Grace found me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Dr. Joy, thank you for that prayer points. They are amazing. David was a man after God's heart. I used to tell mommy that my life is a testimony of God's grace. Um, today we'll be talking, we're reading, let's amplify again, grace amplified, grace amplified, how many of us are with your copy? Grace amplified, okay, grace amplified, 
last week we learned about grace and um, law we are seeing is differentiated from for us as a children of God we do not struggle with those sins we know why grace came there's something I took from last week's study grace is the power of God so today I'll be talking briefly on grace for wonders hallelujah Praise the Lord. and I'm, see, I, I didn't prepare anything for myself I'm, I'm reading from daddy's book so this book has made uh, wizards too easy for me. Hallelujah. So that's grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just open up our heart. Let's empty ourselves because the, I'm sure the Holy Spirit has something to teach us new this morning. This morning we're going to see some things. Um, the scripture reading is taken from Psalm 118 verse 24. He said, this is the day that the Lord has made we will rejoice and be glad in it. One of the amazing things about this book is that um, I've read this book like six times now, and every day I open it, for me, I see something new. I see something new. It's amazing. You see, let's go on, you see some things. I don't know if we are the only one seeing them. He said, and this is the day we are in. The psalmist here boldly announced the dawn of a new era. The day the Lord has made, the dispensation of grace. The psalmist was prophesying the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will lay down his life and take away the sins of the world. John 1 verse 29. Now that is said, this topic today is grace for wonders. And um, as I was studying, I realized that David was not exemption from his wonder because he understood the grace of God in his day. And he's telling us that that day is now. He was living in the now. When David was living in the now then. Because David was the one that talked about the people that shall be created in this day. They shall praise God. The new creation. He talked about them in Psalm 105 verse 17. So I now picked one scripture again, Psalm 71 verse 7. Can we quickly look at Psalm 71 verse 7? Psalm 71 verse 7. If you're there, please quickly read for us. Are we there? Okay, please read for us quickly. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Many people think of me as something evil, but you are my mighty protector. Psalm 71, verse 7. What verse translation is that? You say? Contemporary. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. David said, for let me take um, King James translation. He said, For you have made me a wonder. 
you have made me, but thou hast made me a wonder. That's what we are. When they look at us, they see wonder. Hallelujah. Now, David was not talking about what he did not know. He knew the grace of God. So he's saying that God has made him a wonder. So I'm saying that I have been made a wonder. Let's echo it. I am a wonder. In my office, I am a wonder. In my house, I am a wonder. You know what wonder is? Wonder means marvel. When they see you, they are amazed. When you appear, there's something different about you. Now, Daddy brought um, two illustrations I want to take from this grace amplified. You see, Daddy talk about the woman with the issue of blood. But let me quickly read something. I highlighted it. He said, the psalmist says in our text, we will rejoice and be glad in it. When you wonder, you will always be happy. Because there's something about you that's excited. Hallelujah. You know, when I came to White House, let me tell you why I started worshipping here today. You know, I attended service as a do. I heard the teaching of grace for the first time. I had not heard it like that before. And then I was using my phone as notepad. So I got home, I opened it, and I was going through it again. There's something I read. It said, grace has separated you from the crowd. Grace will take you to where ordinary you cannot be. I held on to that word. I started looking at it. I said, so this thing is true. Let me go back there again. I want to hear that kind of word. You see, the truth is, when you hear the word of God, eh, there's a way me I operate with it. I, I, I just look at it and I believe it with my heart. I believe that it's true. And David is telling us that God has made us a wonder. And from our opening verse, he said, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Because I am a wonder, I operate in the day. Because this new creation is a wonder. And our life is full of grace. So we are rejoicing in this life. When we are in church and we are excited, people don't know why we are happy. People don't know why we dance. People don't know why we talk the way we talk. Hallelujah. Then we said, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. He said, this is a personal decision. It's a personal, he used the word I. Ah, it's a personal decision. So I want to contrast it with the woman with the issue of blood. She, the Bible says, she said to herself, if only, she said to herself, did she talk to me? No. Did she talk to Dr. Joy? No. She didn't even talk to the disciple. She said to herself, grace is power. I'm taking it from the other scripture, the previous verse. That is said, grace is the power of God. It's true, it's the power of God. Now, in the new creation has a power of God inside of him. Now, people don't see the power. You don't walk around and carry something on your head and say you have power. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are we communicating? You see, you don't carry one heavy thing and be declaring that I have power. No. The power is residence in you. Hallelujah. Now, the personal decision here is, it was my decision to come to church this morning. It was your decision too. 
Many of us come to the point where we make these decisions, but we allow the flesh overrule. Grace operates spiritually. So when you allow grace to, grace will tell you, okay, get up, let's go. Grace can tell me now that walk out there, you will see somebody talk to the person. I might just keep quiet and be looking. If I go there, will the person look at me? But then when you follow that instruction, the blessing is inside that instruction. That's what it does. So I started learning this here. I didn't know it before. I started learning it here. I realized that there was a day I learned something from Sister Blessing. Um, we just told that to pray during our Bible study. And then why everybody was looking, we were just, Dr. Joy was saying, we asking you to pray. Sister Joy said, um, Sister Blessing said, Grace has found me. I took it to heart and I, you know, as I say, anywhere I'm allowed to function, I say, Grace has found me. Just like this morning now, Grace found me this morning. It wasn't my doing, I'm not the perfect person for this message this morning. Grace just found me. There are people that can do it better. But grace found me. And I, take, I, I am taking advantage of the grace. Hallelujah. You know, the advantage of taking this advantage is that you are going to be a wonder when you start walking in that advantage. When you start talking, saying to yourself, this thing grace has done for me. Which, what, look, let's go together again. This grace is constantly available for us all. But it takes your personal decision to tap into it and enjoy it. God will not force it on you. You need to activate it by plunging into it for it to reign in your life. Hallelujah. Let's open down Romans chapter 5 verse 21. Let's check something there. Romans chapter 5 verse 21. Let's read something quickly, please. I want to connect it with what Daddy said here. Are we there? Who is there quickly read for us? Romans chapter 5, verse 21. Okay, just what just Now let me read from um, the Homer translation, um, Romans 5.21. So that just as sin reigns in death, so also grace will reign through righteousness resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Say grace reigns through righteousness. Grace reigns through righteousness. Grace reigns. And we have learned about what righteousness is. We know that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now understanding grace will make me reign. Hallelujah. To my knowledge of righteousness. Let me, um, brother, um, brother, let me come, please. 
um, sister, uh, blessing, come, please. Permit me to do something, please, for me. And that is, no, please, you stand here, sister, blessing. This is, um, this is, all these three, it's me. This is man. Man is a spirit. This is a righteous man. This is man that is born again. I am the soul, man, also. Blessing is the body, man. This is all me. Understand where we're going to. Embega is complete, he's born again. Everything that pertains to life and godliness is in him. Grace, everything is there. That's him. Me here, I am neutral. He understands the language of the world for long. So now I attach myself to her because I understand what she, the body has taught me. So this me, this soul now understands fear, understands failure, understands poverty, understands all forms. Now the spirit of man is telling us that the Bible is telling us that man is born again. He lives above, he's from above. I don't know that language. The body will not allow me to understand. But this, this man is telling me that you are from above. So what do I do? I come to this man and I function from above. So I meditate on the word of God. The soul thinks on the word. I am from above. I am righteous. I am filled with the life of God in me. I am divine. I'm more than a conqueror. Now, because I am now aligning my soul with this man, his body has no choice but to follow me. Because this is the body. So we're all together now. Now this is where the wonder begins to walk. That's what I'm trying to explain. Praise God. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Now that's how man functions. Once I begin to consciously, because as you said, we must consciously activate it. This grace, we, we're talking about, this is our season of overflow. We are saying it. It's real. It's working. It's our season of overflow. My spirit man has the overflow already. Grace for overflow is there. Grace for prosperity is there. Now what do I do? I consciously believe the overflow. And I begin to function, I am overflowing in grace. I am overflowing in prosperity. I am overflowing. So as I consciously declare it, my body aligns to it. Hallelujah. Now the wonder begins to happen. Suddenly they see my car out there. I'm a billionaire. We are billionaires here. We have new venue, big auditorium, 20,000 capacity. You know, these things are they are working. In the spirit realm, there is no limitation. No limitation. The, 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 it, it's not as if God does the everything they are kept for. You know, we are the one to call it forth. And if we don't see it, we cannot have it. That is sort of the power of thoughts. It's the man that is recreated in his mind. No wonder John was saying that, I wish, beloved. He said, beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. The soul is the seat of the mind, emotion, will, intellect. Do you believe the word of God I hear? As we hear this morning, when the message comes, how do I receive the word of God? I receive the word into my spirit. Some days ago, we were home and I was telling Brother Jibril that um, Jibril, the spirit realm is not far from you. It's just where you are. All you just need to do is just close your eye and do like this. You are in the spirit realm. And you know, we're just, this is good. The word of God is practice. You can experiment it. And it works. Hallelujah. So when they say, when that is said, receive grace for prosperity, you close your eye. I receive in the name of Jesus. Yes, you have. 
Now all I need to do is, I'm posturing in the name of Jesus. Everywhere I go, I become conscious. Suddenly you will not even know that something is happening in you. Hallelujah. The woman said to herself, if only I will touch but the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. And as she touched the hem of the garment, she was made whole. Hallelujah. This life is very sweet. This life is very sweet. It's an amazing life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are we together? Okay. Now I want to quickly um, Jesus, Daddy was trying, um, they tried to explain to us the garments and then those um, I won't go there because it's going to take time. But um, I would advise that when we get home, please, let's go through this book again. This book is amazing. There's so much in this book. The first time I went to it, I kept it for a while. Then I went through it again. That's how I do. And I went through it. I couldn't stop until I went through. Then I came back again. I went through. And every time I go through them, I see something new. I see something new in this book. Hallelujah. I don't want to talk too much anymore. I want us to just um, ask questions and see if we understand what we're doing this morning. Hallelujah. 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 So do we have questions? Do we have questions? Do we have any question? Ah, if you don't have any question, it means that I've thought very well this morning. Ah, <laughs> so then you clap for me then. <laughs> Thank you so much. I seriously appreciate this time. Um, I want to thank Daddy and Mommy for the privilege to teach Wisdom School this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you. And Dr. Joy, thank you so much for that prayer point. It's an eye-opening, you know, to understanding grace, how grace functions. Thank you so much. And, um, if we don't have any questions, please let's just um, speak in tongues. Let's speak in tongues briefly for a few minutes. Let's speak in tongues. Don't begin to speak in tongues. So that you close your eyes, speak in tongues, look at what you've heard, and then.